the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. And that is a good way to gauge the character of a potential spouse. Observe how they treat strangers, a waiter or a waitress in a restaurant, for example, or someone in need of help at a gas station or on the side of the road. Observe if they have a heart to serve others and care for others. Are they helpful to others? Are they generous with their time and with their energy? In today's message, Pastor Dan will share with you about ways to see if your potential spouse is right for you. In the story of Abraham's servant going out to find his master's son a wife, the woman whom God places in his path has many qualities. She has a servant's heart, she's kind, and she's generous. So take note of how your future spouse treats strangers. Are they kind? Do they give generously of their resources and of themselves? These are all wonderful qualities that any good follower of Christ would hope to have. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Genesis chapter 24 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. As I said, the servant is a picture of the Holy Spirit going to find a bride for the Son. The name Eliezer means God is our help. God is our help. And Jesus uh, describes the Holy Spirit as the helper. That's a name for the Holy Spirit, the helper, the paraclete, who comes alongside us and helps us. Uh, and, And Abraham here, he has his servant make an unusual oath. Abraham asked his servant to place his hand under his thigh, or or more accurately, between his thighs. Uh, This this gesture is something that's unique to the book of Genesis. We only see it one other time. Later in the book of Genesis, when Jacob asked Joseph to make an oath. I don't know about you, but I prefer a simple handshake. I don't need to put my hand between your thighs to promise to do something. I just shake your hand. my, My word is my bond here. Um, and Abraham instructs his servant to go back to Abraham's homeland to find a bride for Isaac. Now that's a 700 to 800 mile journey. And so verse 5, the servant Eliezer says, perhaps the woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. (laughs) Must I take your son back to the land from which you, you came. The servant says to Abraham, I may have a hard time convincing a young lady to make that long journey back to this land with me. What if she's not willing to come all the way back to Canaan with me? Should I take your son Isaac along with me on, on this journey? Take him to your, your homeland. But Abraham said to him, Be, beware that you do not take my son back there. I don't want you taking Isaac back there. Promises of God are here. 
They're not back there. I want my son to stay here. Then he says, look what he says, verse 7. The Lord God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my family, and who spoke to me and swore to me, saying, to your descendants I give this land, he will send his angel before you, and you shall take a wife for my son from there. I love Abraham's answer in verse 7. You should take note of it. Abraham basically says, God will go before you. God will go before you and God will take care of it. God will work it out. You don't need to worry about how it's going to work out. You don't need to worry about all the, the what ifs. What if she's not willing to come with me all the way back to Canaan? You know, we, we have a, a, a tendency to be like Eliezer and, and worry about how things are going to work out. And we worry about the, the, the what ifs and what if this happens or what if that happens or what if this doesn't happen. Or what if it doesn't work out? Or how will it work? And we can overanalyze the thing. Abraham says to his servant, God will go before you and God will take care of it. Just trust the Lord. Now, if you're a note taker, these, this passage, these are the last recorded words of Abraham and the Bible. So these are kind of his, his, his parting words. At this point, Abraham has walked with the Lord for 60 years or more. And his final words are, don't worry, God will go before you and he will work it all out. Now, Abraham wasn't always so confident in God, was he? We've seen that in Genesis. There were times when he doubted God. There were times when he questioned God. There were times when he stumbled in his faith, there were times when, when he thought God would not work it all out and he needed to take matters into his own hands. But over the years, Abraham has matured in his faith because he has seen the faithfulness of God in his life. He's experienced the blessings of God. He has seen the promises of God fulfilled and God has never failed Abraham. And so now as an old man with 60 plus years of walking with God, his last bit of advice is, God will go before you. God will work it all out. You don't don't need to worry. Some, Some wise advice. Some wise advice from a man who's walked with the Lord a long time. This reminds me of what David writes in Psalm 37. David says, I was young and now I'm old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken. David says, I've I've lived a long life and I've never seen God abandon his people. Never. Not once. In all of my life. And here we are. An unbelievable year. And yet God's been faithful, hasn't he? You're sitting here, you're watching. God's been faithful to us. And that's what Abraham has learned through his long life of walking with the Lord. God will just work it out. Don't need to worry about the details of it. And then he says in verse 8, And if the woman is not willing to follow you, then you will be released from this oath. Only do not take my son back there. Abraham says, hey, if she's not willing to come with you and make that journey, then Eliezer, you're clear of your responsibility. You have fulfilled your oath. The servant, again, is a picture of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit invites, but the Holy Spirit doesn't force. The Holy Spirit extends the invitation, 
The Holy Spirit invites people to trust Christ and have their sins forgiven and receive eternal life. But the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. And the Holy Spirit will not force a person to repent of their sins and trust in Christ against their will. He invites. He gives the invitation. The Bible says a person can resist the Holy Spirit. A person can harden their heart and stiffen their neck toward the conviction of the Holy Spirit. You know, Genesis chapter 6 verse 3. The Lord said my spirit will not strive with man forever. The Holy Spirit invites. But a person may not be willing to repent of their sins. And, and, and follow Christ. And Abraham says to his servant. Hey if, the, if the, you, you go. You give the invitation. But if the woman is not willing to follow you. Then you will be released from this oath. Invite her, but it's up to her to respond to the invitation. Now, verse 9, it goes on. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master. You know, let's just get this over with, Abraham. And swore to him concerning the matter. Then the servant took ten of his master's camels and, and departed. He took ten camels. That's an important number. Take note of that number. For all his master's goods were in his hand. So he's got ten camels loaded down with goods. And he arose and he went to Mesopotamia to the city of Nahor. Again, a 700, 800 mile journey to the city of Nahor. Nahor was Abraham's brother. So it's the city where Abraham's brother lives. And he made his camels kneel down outside the city by a well of water. And we're told it's at evening time. And we're told this is the time when the women go out to draw water. So Eliezer makes this long journey. When Eliezer gets to town, he goes straight to the well of the city or the spring of the city. More accurately, your translation might even say spring. So don't picture a well like with the rope and the bucket that you lower down. It's a spring And this is where the people living in that town would get their water. There was one spring for that that city or for that town or that village. And everyone living in that town got their water from that one spring. And in the evening, every evening, the women of the town went to the spring to fetch water for their family for the next day. So the spring was kind of a meeting place for people every evening. All the women of the town would go to the spring and it was a place to, uh, to, to socialize. And so if you were trying to find someone who lived in a town, especially if you're trying to find a woman, the spring is a good place to start in the evening. Uh, and now, so Eliezer goes to the spring in verse 12, he says a prayer. And he asks God for guidance in finding a bride for Isaac. Now, if you're a note taker, This is the first recorded petition in the Bible by an individual. And it's an unnamed servant. Anybody can pray and ask God for help. Ask God for guidance. And he asks God for guidance here at a very important moment in his life where he needs help. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know who he's looking for exactly here. And so he asks for God to help him. You know, in Proverbs chapter 3, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. 
In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your steps. James chapter 1 says, If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who will give it to you. We have the privilege of asking the God of the universe, the God who created us, to lead us and guide us in our life and to help us. The Bible says we can come boldly to his throne for help in our time of need. And here, Abraham's servant, he stops and he prays. God, will you guide me? God, will you help me find the right person? Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer request with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth radio ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now let's finish today's message. And so verse 12, he prays, it says, He said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, please Give me success this day and show kindness to my master, Abraham. That's a good prayer to pray every day. Give me success today. (laughs) Behold, here I stand by the spring of water. And the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Now let it be that the young woman to whom I say, Please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one you have appointed for your servant Isaac. I would caution you from doing things like this. You know, kind of that putting the fleece out. Make sure you're being led by the Lord. Especially if you're trying to find a spouse for the single people. Don't, um, you know, don't be the one. The, girl, the next girl that walks in the building, you know. Girl, Lord, let it be the one that has a blue dress on. That's the one. And don't do stuff like that. Especially for a life decision. And by this, I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. So Eliezer here, he asked for a pretty unique sign from God so that he would be able to identify the right girl for Isaac. And, and here's the sign. He says... Let the one that is to be the bride of Isaac offer me a drink and offer to give my camels a drink. Now, what is Eliezer looking for in a potential bride for Isaac? He's looking for her works. Her works. Not not her beauty. Not her intelligence. Not where she went to college. Not what career path she may be on, but her works, specifically how she treats strangers. And that is a good way to gauge the character of a potential spouse. Observe how they treat strangers, a waiter or a waitress in a restaurant, for example, or someone in need of help at a gas station or on the side of the road. 
Observe if they have a heart to serve others and care for others. Are they helpful to others? Are they generous with their time and with their energy? Now, here's why this sign is so unique and really pretty unlikely to happen. Because if you remember, Abraham's servant is traveling with 10 camels. Now, one camel can drink 25 gallons of water in one sitting. So we're we're talking here a total of 250 gallons of water. And remember, the the sign he's looking for is this girl is going to offer to water the camels. So we're talking 250 gallons of water. And they're at a spring. And springs in the Middle East uh, are usually below ground. And they have stairs leading down to them. As is the case with this spring and the passage. You can see that in the text. It says a couple times how she goes down to get water. She comes up from getting... She's going up and down stairs down to this, this spring. I mean, imagine going up and down and up and down. Or down and up and down and up and down and up. With a, with a pitcher of water. However big that pitcher was. You know, you know, like the five-gallon paint buckets? A five-gallon paint bucket filled with water weighs 40 pounds. Going down those stairs, up those stairs, down those stairs, up those stairs. 250 gallons of, of water. This would take hours and hours for her. It, it would be incredibly inconvenient. It's already evening time. Not to mention exhausting. I mean, that's like the ultimate Stairmaster workout. Carrying a bucket of water up and down those stairs. And it's all for a stranger. Again, this little test that Eliezer puts out there is is pretty improbable. That someone will offer to water his camels. If someone does offer to water your camels, that's the one, right? I mean, clearly, she's got to be from the Lord here if she offers So Abraham's servant will know the bride, will identify the bride by her good works. You know, James says we show our faith by our works. Ephesians 2.10 says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Matthew 5, Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. And glorify your Father in heaven. We too are identified by our good works toward others. By being other-centered and not self-centered and self-focused. We're identified by our willingness to serve others, even strangers. Look at verse 15. And it happened before he had finished speaking. That behold, Rebekah, who was born of Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother came out with her pitcher on her shoulder. I like when God answers prayers like that. You know, before you even say amen, there's the answer, walking up kind of thing. Now, now the young woman was very beautiful to behold, a virgin, no man had known her. And notice, she went down to the well. She went down to the spring, filled her pitcher, and came up. So Rebecca was physically beautiful and morally beautiful. She was a virgin. Rebecca is a picture of 
the church, the bride of Christ. The Apostle Paul said to the believers in Corinth, For I have betrothed you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. In Ephesians, it says, We will be presented to Jesus as a radiant church without spot or wrinkle or any blemish. And you, and you might be sitting there and, and thinking, but I'm not spotless. My past isn't spotless. I, I, I've got wrinkles. I've got blemishes in my character. Yeah, but you're washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. You're washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And all of your spots and blemishes and wrinkles have been washed away by his blood. And now God sees you as holy and blameless. This perfect, spotless Virgin bride in his sight. So she comes up from the spring, coming up all those stairs, you know, gets to the top of the stairs, huffing and puffing, exhausted. Verse 17, and the servant ran to meet her. Remember, this is the little test he's come up with. Please let me drink a little water from your pitcher. And then he's waiting to see how she's going to respond. Are you the one? So she said, well, drink, my Lord. Then she quickly let her pitcher down to her hand and gave him a drink. And when she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. Then she quickly emptied her pitcher into the trough, ran back down to the spring to draw water and drew for all his camels. And look at verse 21. And the man, the servant, wondering at her, remained silent for hours So as to know whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. Now, this strikes me as pretty funny. Here's this servant. He's he's standing standing there wondering, is this the girl? Is this the one? She's fetching water for his camels going up and down, down and up those stairs, carrying the pitcher for hours. And he's standing there the whole time thinking, Lord, is this you? Is, 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 is this the one? Isn't it funny how we can pray for a very specific thing and a very specific petition that we make to the Lord and then when God answers that prayer precisely as we've asked, we still say, I don't know if this is the Lord or not. <laughs> really? I mean, come on. Who else would, would this be? It's got to be the Lord. You're overthinking this, Eliezer. So it was when the camels had finished drinking that the man took a golden nose ring weighing half a shekel and two bracelets for her wrist weighing ten shekels of gold. The servant gave Rebekah gifts. The Holy Spirit gives gifts to the bride of Christ. Gifts of the Spirit. And said, whose daughter are you? Tell me, please, is there room in your father's house for us to lodge? And so she said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, Milcah's son, whom she bore to Nahor, Moreover, she said to him, we have both straw and feed enough to room and room to to lodge. Rebecca invites the servant to her home to lodge. She's receptive. We should be receptive to the Holy Spirit, inviting the spirit. Paul says, seek the best gifts of the Holy Spirit. There's an openness here. Then the man bowed down his head and worshiped the Lord. Just the providence of God here causes him to worship. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his mercy and his truth toward my master. As for me, being on the way, the Lord led me to the house 
of my master's brother, the first girl I approached, and she's part of the household of my master. He asked me how I know, and I say, Rings truer than the finest crystal. You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton as he teaches verse by verse through the book of Genesis. This Old Testament book of history and the start of what God created teaches you much about God's plan for the future. We hope you'll continue to tune in for Pastor Dan's studies. If you ever have any questions about what you've heard or would like someone to pray with, would you give us a call? You can reach us by calling 410-491-4592. Once again, that number is 410-491-4592. You can also fill out the prayer request form at calvaryec.com. Just click on the Connect tab to access it. We'd love to meet you in person, too. If you're in Columbia, Maryland, please join us this weekend for worship and studying Scripture together at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. There'll be time to meet your brothers and sisters in Christ, too, and to spend time in prayer. We look forward to sharing this time of worship together with you. You'll find service times and directions at our website, calvaryec.com. While you're there, please be sure to check out additional teachings from the Bible. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Once more, that's calvaryec.com. That's all we have time for today. There's much more to gain through this study through the book of Genesis. So be sure to join us next time on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.